0: over 20 years, my guests and the Professional Education Institute have been helping people reach their financial dreams with the no-down payment program. You've heard of him. He probably is the most famous real estate name in the world. Welcome, Carlton Sheets.
1: Thank you. Good morning, Wayne.
0: It's a treat to uh, talk to you. I saw your... Uh, Uh, interview bio there and i said are you kidding me i'd love to talk to him on the radio Uh, we're going to be addressing the reality of real estate welcome to your financial plan once again thank you Uh, what about the housing bubble is it it real or uh, where might it uh, where might there be danger
1: well, you sure would think so, looking at all the headlines across the country, Wayne. But you know, it's kind of interesting statistically. There are about 345 identifiable United States markets, real estate markets, and only 65 of those are really considered to be overpriced, and I think are are due for some correcting. And I think they're going through that right now. Uh, there was a headline that just came out. Uh, you probably heard it a few minutes ago on your own on your own show. That 38 states uh, suffered somewhat of a decline in real estate sales activity over the last month. And that doesn't surprise me at all, just because uh, demand for real estate has really, really been cut back.
0: I, I agree. And uh, nothing, If some, I, always, I have a saying, if something does something it's never done, it won't keep doing it, and real estate has just exploded. So, of course, uh, everybody would know it. It finally has to uh, taper off or slow down for sure.
1: Well, I think so. We've gone through a period over the last three to four years where credit standards were very lenient. There were an awful lot of speculators in the marketplace. There was normal demand, and then on top of that, that demand was substantially increased because of lower interest rates. So all of those things together really caused a tremendous boom in the in, in the uh, in the market and, and, and appreciation as well. I mean, we had appreciation those, uh, over a three-year period approaching 40% in many, many markets where typically the appreciation rate is about 5.9%, 4.9% uh, nationwide. So there's a big, big difference.
0: Well, I was saying one time I was, uh, a gentleman came in, uh, didn't have an appointment with me. I'm a financial planner and I manage money for people. And he came in, he was up like 23% over the 12-month period that he had invested with us. And, he, and, he, and uh, my assistant dealt with him because he didn't have an appointment. And he thought he would be all thrilled. He was really just very disappointed. Hmm. What? And that's, that's what we thought. And it was a real small account. I mean, uh, uh, just really small. And he said, nah. And, and, and we kind of figured out, oh, man, I could have made more in real estate, he was saying. And I'm thinking, it, the day you start expecting to make 30% per year in real estate, is the, I mean, you will be completely disappointed. I'm not anti-real estate as I'm buying more real estate as we speak. But you just have to have a safe, healthy expectation.
1: Wayne, I I couldn't agree more. You know, if I were in the stock market, well, I am in the stock market. If I get a 10% return, 9%, 10 11%, I'm very happy. Uh, If I get 5% in real estate, I'm happy as well. But the nice thing about it is, and so many people aren't aware of this, if you put uh, 5% down or 10% down when you're buying real estate, uh, uh, let alone no money down, if real estate is going up 5% a year, that could easily be a 100% return on your money.
0: Sure, so, the leverage effect.
1: Yeah, exactly exactly right, the effect of leverage. 5% down, increase in value 5%. You've got 100% uh, increase in value. And people became spoiled when the properties were going up 15%, 20% a year, and that's when all the speculators started to get in. And I'm very quick to tell people that my my uh, investment program that is available through my television show uh, it's about investing in real estate and not speculating. I've, I've never done that.
0: I love it. I love it. I think that's a, a safe information there. Um, you're right. If everybody starts doing it, then it becomes speculation. And so yes, see, exactly. And, exactly. And look at how long you've done it. You've done. You've been. Uh, you've been in the real estate business for 35 years. I'm in real estate for the long haul, so I'm looking out over the long term. So right now, this little blip. Proposes some people would say, uh, um, uh, or one of the bullet points you said is now a good time to invest. Well, I would think in different places um, in the United States, for example, or the world, for that matter. Are you are you uh, dominantly domestic?
1: Yes, I am. I just bought a property in Europe uh, this year, but that's more for personal use. And, and although I think it's going to come out very well uh, uh, in terms of appreciating over the long run. But if it doesn't, I'm I'm still so happy with that. No, all of my property is is uh, domestic.
0: Okay, okay. So would you say there there obviously are, are pockets of opportunity through this pullback?
1: Well, I, I think so. I, in fact, I think opportunity exists all over the country, and even in in very high price markets like uh, uh, San Francisco and Los Angeles, Washington, Boston, uh, uh, even some of the some of the markets in Florida, Wayne. There are still sub-markets there where the opportunity is 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 very good. But
0: Carlton, hang on just one second. Can I have you for another eight-minute segment?
1: You sure can.
0: Oh, you're you're a pleasure. It's a treat speaking with Carlton Sheets here on Your Financial Plan. Don't go away. We're talking about real estate and the opportunities and the different ways of investing in real estate. Don't you go away. business for breakfast. It's your financial plan. Here's your host, Wayne Candace. Nothing but the finest for the KFNN listener. I know of nobody that's more famous at giving uh, information regarding uh, investing in real estate than Carlton Sheets. Welcome back to your financial plan.
1: Thank you, Wayne.
0: I know a ton of people that have uh, purchased your materials and implemented it in their lives. A, a really good friend of mine has done that. Um, so uh, congratulations with all the advice that you've been given over the 20 years.
1: Well that's great. I think everyone that's bought my program has done what I believe very strongly in doing and I know you do too and and that is getting education. I don't care whether you're going to buy a home to live in or buy investment property to run out educate yourself about the market. Educate yourself about creative ways to buy real estate and that's what I've that's what I've tried to do Wayne.
0: Talking about creative ways of buying real estate. Uh you'd mentioned uh, uh we knew the market was going to tighten a little bit and credit was was going to tighten. It was, you're right, we saw something that I'd never seen in my life, and that was like days of incredibly easy credit just in the last two, three years. Is that going to continue? Uh,
1: the, the, the credit, the leniency of credit, is that what you're talking about? Yes. No, I don't think so. It's already starting to tighten up. Uh you know there's nothing wrong with adjustable rate mortgages and there were an awful lot of those in fact more than half of all the new mortgages last year were were adjustable rate mortgages but I think people uh didn't understand that those mortgages are, were going to adjust and consequently they used the very low payments uh a, as a way to buy a, a a much more expensive home than they could really afford yeah. and that's why the foreclosure rate on adjustable rate mortgages is just skyrocketing across the country and that, it's a matter of education again. It's too bad that they uh, that that it that it worked that way.
0: yeah, I have a close uh, relative of mine who's complaining about that right now. And I said, you know for me, i'm I'm super uh, midwest conservative. so i I bought a fifteen year on my own prin- principal residence and told my sister to do the same, but uh, she went with the adjustable, then it adjusted upwards, and now she's like, "I didn't know that." I'm going. To... I, mean, <laughs> I feel don't...
1: like I'm talking to myself because I was born in the Midwest, and I am extremely conservative. But, but, and you know, buying real estate is not is not difficult. It, it's it's uh, it's simple if you just get the education. And people people tend to drive the same way to their jobs and the same way to go shopping, and and they don't even know their marketplace. So I guess if I if I had any any uh, strong advice uh, uh, for listeners, it's get the education, get to know your local market. And by the way, when I've developed a, uh, a new website, which uh, I give uh, free tips and strategies for people who are interested in investing in real estate today, it's uh, carlton2006.com. Again, free tips and strategies on investing, carlton2006.com. I give people a lot of ideas on how to make creative offers and and how to how to uh, uh, really how to invest in a market like we've got today?
0: I love it. I love it. Well, you know what? Um, uh, so you think that that the uh, credit might tighten up a little bit, but it's still going to create a. You, we, just before going to break, you were talking about well, I think there's opportunity in every marketplace. So I, I pulled out my Smart Money magazine this month, and I was talking about. Our forecasters for 148 cities, and it was telling telling us major cities that were overvalued. Phoenix being one of them, Tucson another, and those would be our local markets. So, you think there's opportunity right here in the val? Do you know Phoenix very well?
1: A little bit, yes. I spent uh, some time there, and you know, I find it interesting. Even though Phoenix is considered to be somewhat of an overvalued market, uh, the median price uh, of a home in Phoenix, and this includes Mesa and Scottsdale, is about 272 thousand dollars. And that's up 11.8% just since last year. So the market is, is still appreciating in, in, uh, in Phoenix. But you're right. Even in overpriced markets like Phoenix, L.A., Washington, San Francisco, there are still sub-markets. And people tend to forget that. I, where, does the, uh, where does the maid or the bellman who works at Marriott work? Where does the uh, clerk that works at Target stores or Walmart, where do they live? And and uh, in every in every market there's a submarket, and people just need to become familiar with that and get to know their own market.
0: I think I think that's absolutely brilliant advice. Um, in in learning our own market, are you for uh, you, you pretty much teach how to uh, positive cash flow with actually no money down real estate? Are you still on the no money down, or or, or do you? Um, I mean, because then you have MIP. I've, I've, being the Midwestern conservative that I told you I am, I I always say I'd rather eat top ramen noodles than pay MIP. Do you have a way around that?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I am with you. And MIP is mortgage insurance premium, and that's uh, collected on every mortgage that exceeds eighty percent of the value of a property. And I'm I'm with you. But you know, there's so many other ways to buy property, even if a person doesn't have cash or or credit. Uh, I started out. Uh, in uh, 1970, when I got fired from my job, I decided that I wanted to be a real estate investor, so I put together a, a partnership of three other people. I went in with no money down. My credit never came into play. We bought a- a- an old 29-unit apartment building, and I fixed it up with my own sweat equity, and we sold it after about two years and made just a lot of money. So that's one way. Um, another way would be seller financing. There's certainly no MIP there. Sure. These options... Uh, Lease options are a great way to buy property, and I can't imagine that anyone would pay rent for a home to live in where they didn't have an option to buy that property. Uh, Contract for deeds. I mean, there's just a whole lot of different ways. I even bought two properties uh, in Florida not too long ago where I had zero-interest financing from sellers. Wow. And uh, people say, well, no seller would ever sell their property with zero interest. Well, they will if you know how to approach them.
0: You know, I just had a gentleman, uh, speaking of this, I, I... Last week on Friday, I had uh, lunch with a gentleman who had just made millions in 12 months, 12 months, putting one of those partnerships that you talked about, because he knew how to develop the land. So Mm -hmm. he had a partner put up the money, and he said, well, that's not my expertise. In fact, I'm nearing retirement, but I have the cash, and I know you know how to make, you know, uh, know, actually develop the land, that is, put the curbs in, and I, I don't know everything that's... It's not my expertise, but I was sitting there at lunch with him, and he's young. He's my age. He's 45, and he, like, made, you know, like $1.9 million in 12 months selling off the, re- the developed real estate. And he goes, and I didn't put anything down. Absolutely. So,
1: ab- absolutely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's practicing what you preach. Hey, <laughs> I really appreciate it. If you want to learn more about Carlton Sheets, just go on carlton2006.com. That's carlton2006.com. I thank you so much for your expertise, your time, and your uh, valuable knowledge.
1: Well, it's been a pleasure, Wayne, and thanks for including me.